Hello, and welcome to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Ben Falcone, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick. And with me today, I have John Christensen, Portfolio Manager of the KAR Small Cap Core Strategy. John, equities had strong returns for the fourth quarter, characterized by a broadening out of market returns that had previously been confined to a set of mega cap stocks for the prior nine months of the year. Can you provide our listeners with your perspective on fourth quarter performance for small cap equities and how your portfolio performed during the quarter as well as the year? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, after seeing mid-single digit returns, both positive and negative, in the Russell 2000 index in the first three quarters of 2023, Q4 saw a more dramatic run-up in the market, with both November and December up over 10% and 7%, respectively. One of the drivers of the so-called Santa Claus rally was the indication by the Fed that interest rate increases could be behind us, thus seemingly ushering in eventual rate cuts. Whether that does materialize or not, the markets took their typical look-forward mentality and began broadening out returns to include those businesses that were not part of the mega-cap crowd. In sort of dissecting the quarter, October was down almost 7% for the Russell before it began its ascension the last two months. When looking at the contribution and attribution for the quarter, financials led the way for the Russell 2000, increasing over 21% followed by consumer discretionary and real estate. On the downside, weaker sectors were energy and utilities. In terms of low versus high quality for the index, it was a mixed bag. Higher quality S&P stocks were ahead of lower quality. Low PE, or price to earnings, valued stocks did better than high PE stocks. Stocks with more debt on their balance sheet better than those with less. So overall for the quarter, not a clear distinction in terms of quality. In terms of performance of the portfolio for the quarter versus its benchmark, the small cap core slightly outperformed due to its lack of exposure to sectors such as energy and utilities, which were again both underperformers. You know, as it relates to the full year, the Russell 2000 index increased almost 17% in 2023 after falling over 20% in 2022. When again, looking at the contribution and attribution for the year, the sectors that stood out were technology and consumer discretionary. For perspective, these two sectors were leading the way downward in 2022. When taking into account the full year for the Russell, low quality was in clear favor. S&P stock rankings, credit grades, and debt loads were all skewed towards lower quality for the year. We were able to overcome this in the Kane Anderson Rudnick Small Cap Core Portfolio through strong stock selection, specifically in industrials and financials. Our lower weight in banks played in our favor, and we believe the resiliency in our company's business models creating meaningful outperformance versus the benchmark. John, can you discuss a few of the portfolio holdings that were key contributors and detractors to performance within the quarter and for all of 2023? In terms of contributors to the portfolio in the quarter, 
They were Simpson Manufacturing, FTI Consulting, Corvell Corporation, Akushnet, and UFP Industries. Let's chat about Akushnet, ticker symbol GOLF, G-O-L-F. In our view, Akushnet's fundamental business performance continues to demonstrate healthy growth and profitability over time. Additionally, the COVID pandemic positively impacted the participation rate in golf as a sport. And we believe Akushnet continues to benefit from the renewed interest in golf. In terms of those names in the portfolio that detracted the most, they were Atrion Corp, RLI Corporation, Pricemart, Aspen Technology, and Rightmove. More on Atrion. Atrion produces products for medical applications. Atrion continues to be impacted by destocking at its largest customers. Some of these customers overordered during the pandemic and are now winnowing down inventories. We do not believe the company is facing more intense competitive pressures and expect a resumption of growth in 2024. John, as we head into 2024, thinking about the current backdrop for the economy, as well as it being an election year, Can you speak about how your portfolio is positioned relative to your benchmark? We entered 2023 with a general consensus view that the U.S. economy would have a mild recession, and the debate endured all year. As we move along into 2024, the markets seem to be absorbing the ups and downs of inflation, the Fed, and recent geopolitical events. The ongoing higher interest rate environment is seemingly favorable for our types of businesses with lower debt on the balance sheet and solid business models. We also have an election year ahead of us. This does create uncertainty in terms of entry points for the equity markets. This has been well illustrated in the ups and downs we have seen in the market just in the past year. So given these uncertainties and volatility, what does one do? Our goal is to find solid companies with business models that can react and persevere in reaction to this volatility. High-quality entities that have the ability to pass through pricing while maintaining high customer retention through the value add of their products to their customers. We also make our investment decisions based on fundamentals and not where the political winds are blowing. But our mandate is clear and consistent as we focus on high-quality businesses that we believe should outgrow their markets over the long term and take advantage of this market volatility. John, thanks again for taking the time to provide your insight to our KaneCast listeners. You've just listened to KaneCast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. For more of our investing insights, head over to our website, www.kane.com. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. 
To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.